Welcome to LawPod. I am Lee Hedgepantelis, the Principal of Bryden's Lawyers. Now, often we have the opportunity, of course, to meet with some of those who are employed within Bryden's Lawyers for the purpose of introducing themselves to our listeners and to discuss not only their role within Bryden's Lawyers, but also why they chose to practice law. Now, today I am honoured to have joining us one of my youngest and brightest stars in David Lee, who works in our Common Law Division. Good morning, David, and welcome. Good morning, Lee. Thank you very much for the introduction. So, David, how long have you been with Bryden's Lawyers now? I've been with Bryden's Lawyers for two years now, since 13th of August 2018. So just over two years? Just over two years. And how long have you been a solicitor? I've been a solicitor since April 2016. Okay, so four and a half years and thereabouts. Half years. Always personal injury, David? I started in personal injury. I did a little bit of experience in property during university, but my first legal job was in personal injury. All right, and have you enjoyed personal injury? Or is it something that you fell into or that you practiced that area by choice? Personal injury is an area which is very close to my heart. My dad suffered a work accident when I was in high school. He suffered a traumatic brain injury. It was hard on the family and the reason why I got into personal injury was because there was a lot of uncertainty about the whole process. My parents were unsure where the claim was at and that's what motivated me to become a lawyer. I felt how much an accident can affect not just the injured person but also the families as well and I wanted to make sure that the injured person kept adequately informed and the families know what's going on. Provides a lot of certainty during uncertain times so that's why I want to become a lawyer. Well, that's an amazing story. And of course, I think one that would impress all of our listeners, of course, as to why you chose to practice in that particular area. I mean, I started off in personal injury and have primarily practiced in that area for now over 30 years, although I have practiced in other areas, of course, as the principal of Bryden's Lawyers. But it is so personally and professionally rewarding, I find, personal injury. You're acting for people who have been the innocent victims of an accident, whether it be on the road or at work or in a public place. You're recovering their entitlements for an insurance company who has readily and and willingly accepted the premium for that risk and should should pay out when the claim is made. So there's a real satisfying component to personal injury. Do you find that as well? I do. It's very satisfying to ensure that the clients are adequately compensated, especially during difficult times when they're paying their premiums. It's no fault of their own. It's, it's something that should be a lot more smoother than it is currently. Mm. And I find, of course, over time, we're not only battling insurance companies, of course, we're battling successive governments. Uh, and every time the government reforms personal injury litigation, reformation really means a reduction in benefits for the benefit of insurance companies. But as I say, this is a bugbear of mine for a long time, and unfortunately, things are just getting worse and worse. In, in terms of your practice, though, it's all personal injury. It's motor accidents. I think you public liability claims as well, some work injury damages. I've got a few work injury damages. That's right. All right. So let's, let's just deal with those then. So motor accidents, of course, for people injured in a motor vehicle accident can bring a claim for their injuries. They're unfortunately having to deal now with the new legislation that came in in December of 2017. So we're approaching three years. Your thoughts on the new legislation? Minor thoughts of the new legislation. Always. <laughs> I think it's it's a ripoff. Mm. It's <laughs> it, a, it really is a it's disgrace. A disgrace. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, that's right. It seeks to stop people from making claims. It's a deterrent. The people who have made these laws don't understand how it's like to have an injury. They expect soft tissue sort of injuries to heal up within a few months, but the reality is, you know, these people who have suffered these soft tissue injuries, there is no time uh, time limit on which these injuries would resolve. It varies case by case. What the government has done is they've just put a one-size-fits-all on all these claims and it's really unfair and it's really sad to see that 
these people who have had accidents after December 2017 do not have the same rights. They're not fairly compensated. It's just, it's unfair for them, and I feel for them. Yeah, I agree with you, David. I think the government just demeans anyone that's been injured in motor vehicle accidents. It's just unfortunate, but I don't, I really don't understand the psychology behind it. Why do people who make a personal injury claim demeaned in so many ways? Denied access to the courts, for example, to have their claims determined by a, a judge of the court, diminished their entitlements to compensation compared to, say, someone that's injured in a fall on a, in a shopping centre or, or whatever the case might be, or a medical negligence claim. Why are those people treated differently to someone who's injured in a motor vehicle accident? And I can only conclude that it's for the benefit of insurance companies. I'm convinced of that and I think the government sees that there is far greater benefit to the economy as such, I think, in its appeal to motorists who are not involved in claims by taking care of premiums and insurance companies' interests at the, at the cost of the interests of the injured person. I think a deliberate tactical and forensic decision is taken in that respect. And then of course we have public liability claims, claims for people who were injured in, in accidents on public or private property. That makes up a significant portion of your practice, I assume? That makes up about 20% of my practice. Those claims are quite difficult. It's not as straightforward as the other claims. However, there is a system in place where you can litigate these matters through the court system and it doesn't squeeze out injuries such as soft tissue injuries or adjustment disorder injuries. So people can be compensated under these schemes, but there are certain elements you have to prove in negligence in order to be successful. They are one of the few remaining bastions of proper compensation, and I use the word proper in a relative sense compared to other areas of course, but the main attraction of a public liability or a common law claim is that you can actually access the courts and have the client's claim determined by a judge. And there is just no substitute for having the opportunity for a client to present their case before a judge and having the case determined by a judicial officer, they will never convince me that these tribunals, mediations, adjudications, conciliations can replace a determination of a matter by a, a properly trained and qualified judicial officer. Just there is, there is just no comparison. Fortunately, those persons are still able to have their claims determined by judges. All right, now in, in relation to you, your work here at Bryden's Lawyers, it has been in the personal injury division. Tell us about a, a typical David Lee day. How does it begin? And how does it end? It begins like this. Uh, I come into the office about 15 to 30 minutes early, have a cup of coffee, and then I seek to train my brain. So I seek to remember all the tasks that I need to do. I write them down on a piece of paper. After I've exhausted my memory, I will go into my matter list and seek to look at all my matters to see how I can progress each matter. I write down the exact tasks that I need to do for each matter because on my matter list, it just has the client's names. After that, I'll just set out and progress my client's matters and then seek to prepare certain matters for hearing if they're scheduled for hearing and prepare for conferences. Excellent, all right. Now, is that pre-COVID or is that post-COVID day for David Lee? That is pre-COVID. The only difference after COVID is the hearings and conferences. Some of them are by teleconference. Some of the hearings are by audio visual link. Not much has changed in terms of the way I work. It's just a practice that I've implemented at an early stage in my career. I think that's the case, generally speaking, throughout the entire firm. I mean, COVID has had a significant impact, of course, on our access to clients and the courts and the like, but we have been able to continue on. The family law courts, for example, have not returned as yet and unlikely to do so before next year. 
fortunately the district and supreme courts local courts have so we can still get access to those courts but look it's been a learning experience for all of us i think it's been historical in terms of its impact something that our kids and in some cases grandkids will be studying in the future and looking back on this period is a most challenging time indeed david bryden's lawyers has had a very significant impact on the lives of thousands upon thousands of individual australians particularly in times of difficulty and need whether that be family law commercial disputes or personal injury but have you found though that as an individual solicitor working within a large organisation such as Brian's Lawyers, you yourself have been able to assist and impact people's lives? From my experience as a personal injury lawyer, you're not only impacting on those that have been injured as a result of accidents, but it's a quite a flow-on effect to those people's families, those that are involved in the community around us. All too often when someone has been injured, it not only affects a person's ability to do the work to conduct themselves, it also affects people's ability to do housework at home. Quite often, family members are the ones who has to help out these injured people. They have to bear these additional responsibilities. They have to get an additional job because these insurance companies are not compensating these injured people at the correct time. So the impacts that a personal injury lawyer has is far-reaching, it's wide, it has flow-on effects, and it could sometimes be the difference between providing you know, another person an opportunity at life. Uh, all very true. Now, David, I know why people come to Bryden's Lawyers, because we are the best. We provide expert legal advice and representation. But Bryden's Lawyers are the best because we employ the best, and we only do so for that reason, that we will not accept mediocrity, whether it be in terms of any of our staff or the work that we do, and we've maintained these standards. I am happy to say that you comply with our minimum standard requirements, but why should someone come, not only just to Bryden's Lawyers, I know why they should do that, but why should they come and see you? They should come and see me at Bryden's Lawyers because I don't see this just as a job. I see this as a responsibility, a responsibility to deliver justice in our community. I know how it feels to have a family member that has been injured. I see the struggles that these people go through. I embrace that responsibility and I want to deliver them justice and I want to make sure that they are informed and feel supported throughout the whole process. And that's why they should come and see me at Bryden's Lawyers. Excellent. Well, let me tell you, as your employer, I can endorse those sentiments 100%. All right. Now, you said you've been a solicitor now for over four and a half years, been with Bryden's Lawyers for two and a bit. Now, you've had enough time under your belt to look back on your career and think to yourself, well, did I make the right choice? I definitely did make the right decision in becoming a personal injury lawyer. It's a very rewarding profession, a profession that allows you to impact on the lives of others. It's a profession that I'm very proud of because you're doing good every single day. You're also giving others an opportunity at life. It's a profession that involves a lifetime of learning. It allows you to self-develop, allows you to improve your communication skills, allows you to learn how to manage, learn how to analyze. It's, it's a great profession and I'm so proud to be a part of it. Well, we are very proud to have you as a part of it. And as a solicitor myself of over 30 years standing, I can endorse all of those comments because even to this day, I enjoy it as much practicing law as I did when I first started. David, thank you very much for joining with us today. Thank you very much for having uh, It's me. been an incredible pleasure for me. You, know, you and I enjoy, of course, the employer-employee relationship, but it goes far beyond that. All my solicitors are members of the legal profession. They hold exactly the same practicing certificate as I do, and so I regard them very highly as colleagues as well, 
role as employees. So it's, I think it's important that we all share that professional relationship. It's the only way that we can actually develop and grow and, and provide that level of service to our clients that I demand. And thank you to all who are listening. It's been great fun for me to do law pods such as this, where I get to know my employed solicitors a little bit more, and hopefully that you get to know them as well. So tune in again next week, and hopefully we'll have yet another interesting guest joining us. So thank you again. Please ensure that you do follow us on all our social media platforms, whether that be on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If there is any particular subject matter that you are interested in that you would like us to address, please contact us directly by emailing us at lawpod at brydens.com.au. So from me, Lee Hedge-Bantellis, the principal of Brydens Lawyers, thank you again. Thank you.